Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. This is the Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David broadcasting on location. It's been a lot of fun being out on the road. We're looking forward to getting home soon, and we have an amazing show for you here today. Because we have these wonderful guests with us, it's Dr. J and Lizette. We finally got a chance to catch up with you in person, which is always kind of nice because otherwise we'd be talking on the phone and it's always nice to have a conversation in person. So Dr. J and Lizette bring a wealth of seasoned real-world experience to their work of relationship mastery. Were they together coach, teach, and facilitate programs and workshops? And they're experts in relationships that are open-minded, evolved, and even alternative lifestyles at times. Welcome to our show. Thanks for spending some time with us here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and see you guys in person. Well, it's nice to see, well, definitely Lisette. <laughs> gorgeous. And she has that sexy um, Latina, Latina accent. accent. Yes. Um, she does. It's, it's that love language sexy. that we all love to hear with that Latina accent. Yeah. So, so beautiful. You're going to enjoy Thank our show you. today. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you guys start by telling us about how you, first of all, how you guys got together and how you started in this new world of, of training in relationships together. We'd be happy to. Uh, so I always like to say I'm a recovering psychologist. I've spent um, 25 years in the um, mainstream clinical psychology world. Uh, and I have a, a, a coaching practice to executives. And so several years ago, I got a call from the Miami Dolphins. And they said, hey, we have a big problem. Can you come and help us? I did. And the first order of business was a house. So I called for a realtor and Lisette showed up. Wow. And quickly. <laughs> we shifted focus from real estate to lunch and uh, it was definitely love at first sight and uh, both ways I'll let her speak to that so so you fucked the realtor (laughs) Uh, yes you know I I have a similar I have a similar story when Carol and I first got dumped by our exes I went out looking for a house and I went shopping a house with a realtor she was a gorgeous blonde and um, we went looking for the first house we didn't spend much time we went back to her place and we had this wild monkey sex and the cool part was is Carol and I were just going through this divorce and I said I called her up I said I just fucked a realtor and she goes what do you mean she goes I don't know just one thing led to another and that was our relationship when we first started we were just fuck buddies after our exes dumped us and she and go friends and we were good friends, friends. Yeah. well you're a lot better than me David because it took me a lot longer than just one day but but eventually it wasn't a day it wasn't for me it was like 45 45 minutes, minutes. you rock you rock dude so when you fell in love at first sight with the beautiful Lizette what was the next step well we start as friends first of course um, he was in a difficult situation in that moment and uh, we became good friends we talked a lot we you know started as you know just have uh, open conversations about what is happening what is next for you what is your goals um, and we have a very good relationship and did you find him a house moment. 
Yes, yes. an apartment. Oh, okay. In a moment. You know, yes. you know we've, yes. we've become good friends after spending a little bit of time together. And isn't it nice when you meet someone who you can just have that conversation with, with no constraints, and you just open up and, and share. You know, we, we as we go through broken relationships, you have those pain yes. points. Yes. And you don't want to meet someone for the first time and dwell on the crap. But you meet someone that you can just open up your mind and your heart to. Yes. And we'll get into the, the sexuality Absolutely. that you guys are exploring together Absolutely a little bit later. True. And in fact, it, it's a great segue because, you know, <laughs> worse than a transition, my life was a shit show. I mean, it was a mess. And Lisette became my best friend mm -hmm. first. And that was really the foundation upon which this amazing soulmate relationship is that we now share and we now have. And how long ago did you guys meet? So we've met four years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're married now. Uh, we are getting married. Oh, congratulations. Thank you oh, very much. Thank Thank you. Our address is... <laughs> we'll send you an invite. Thank you. Beautiful. Yes. That's what a great story. And now you guys are working together. So that transition from the meeting, the buying the, the apartment, and now working together. Yes. How did that all come about? By working on ourselves first. So um, by all accounts, we should not even be here. Like So all of the challenges and the things that couples go through that are transitioning in divorces, out of divorces, remarrying, etc., we went through them. And we went through them in a very like fast and furious fashion. So the only reason we're here is because we both committed to doing what it takes to actually learn how to love each other. And, and that's really where Soulmates for Life came from, was the awareness that to love someone requires actual skill. So you took your clinician uh, hat on yeah. and you applied it to your own relationship. Yeah, and we spent uh, two years of those four literally traveling around the world and working with some of the best of the best that have done research and who practice relationship mastery work because we really wanted to get it right for ourselves first. And when you went through that journey of gathering that information, how did that make your couple stronger? What did you guys learn as a couple? I mean, you're both coaches mm -hmm. um, to teach other people what to do, but obviously part of this journey was you guys becoming closer, best friends, and now you're going to be husband and wife eventually. Yes. Where's the wedding again? No. Florida. Beautiful. Our journey was like starting as friends, and right. then we discovered, you know, I saw it's a good material here to work in a soulmate because I really like him and so he has a lot of things that I like and as, as men and then I said why not you know I can fight to, for him and you know build a and work good, at it yes a good relationship because he's smart he's a gentleman and a, a lot of things that I like and I well he's gorgeous also right oh, oh yes thank you Carol <laughs> and, and she that brings up a really important point friendship first so you know for us if you talk if you want to have a conversation about great sex you have to have a conversation about the quality of a great relationship and at the core of a great relationship from our journey was a solid friendship that was able to withstand the real challenges that couples go through. Absolutely, and I know David did have a fun conversation telling him about how you fucked the real estate agent. <laughs> However, he, the most important part of that was that you called me afterwards and told me all about exactly. it because yes. we were friends yes, first. Great and point. so we were actually 
I think two years together before we even admitted we were a couple to the kids because that was just yeah. the timing. And you know, one of the so true. One of the cool things that we learned in our journey, and we got dumped by our exes. Most of our audience knows that Carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife. What a story! <laughs> but, but one of the things that we've learned, we learned along our journey, and a promise we made to each other was to learn from our mistakes in our previous relationship. Yes. And one of them, or two of them, was honesty, great communication. Right on. Um, being best friends, you guys said that already. Yep. And we'll get more into that later on yep. in the show. Okay. But we could not be the strong couple we are, and we're a swinger couple, we've been swingers for 12 years. We could not do that if we didn't master those skills that every couple should have out there. Absolutely. That's so I right. think what you guys are getting into now is how you develop the brand, which is what um, Soulmates for Life, because that's what you have created amongst that's yourselves. Right. That's right. And, and for us, we were so surprised, frankly, by the outcome, uh, which was a deep love that we call soulmates, mm -hmm. that we wanted to make what we found and discovered available to other people. So we took the best of the best, and from what Lisette experienced as a master certified coach, what I have experienced as a classically trained clinical psychologist, and we created a platform mm -hmm. to make it available for other couples. And I like how you call it the art and science of soul mating. There's actually a way <laughs> right. of doing it, there's steps involved, exactly. which we're gonna get into those exactly. steps shortly. There's lots of different ways of transforming relationships to make them better. What kind of transformations do you guys focus on in, in your programs? You know, I think for us it starts with a principle. And the principle is that um, soulmates are created, not found. Mm. It's a very important idea. That means there's actually work involved. You exactly, have to do something. Carol. And, and what we have found on our own journey is that becoming the best partner you can be for the person that you're with is the key to a soulmate relationship. So the transformation begins with each individual in the relationship evolving and becoming the best partner that they can be. Not about finding the best person that they can find. It, it's so enlightening and refreshing to hear you say that relationships are work. Lots of work. <laughs> work. And it's, we find it's fun work because we get to learn about That's each right. other because we're, we're opposites. I mean, we are real opposites. <laughs> and she's a Gemini. It's so hard keeping up with her. Her personality changes like every 15 minutes. How fun. It is. I mean, <laughs> I love you, baby. I know you do. I do. <laughs> but um, those people who talk to us and say we never fight our relationships are easy we never have to put any effort in they've got to be missing something because they're not having those deep hard discussions and we'll talk a little bit later in the next segment That's we're going right. to take a break in two minutes about pushing those boundaries and exploring those fantasies that a lot of couples most couples in this world don't talk about and they just go on with the same old same old routine and they say well I don't fight well because they don't have those deep heart to heart discussions about some of the things they might be wanting to talk about but are afraid to it's a great point and I, one of the things I fell in love with with Lisette is her tenacity at love like she taught me about what it takes to fight for for love mm -hmm. and it, it is fun 
but it, it also is a lot of work. <laughs> and one of the things that I heard during your discussion earlier, Lisa, was that uh, it takes an effort to find out who your partner is. In order to be the best partner for them, you have to know who they are. And then you work at that. So you become the best partner that they need in their lives. Definitely. And we are pretty intense, both of us. When we have a fight, we are intense, but it's the best way to discover what is inside, what is behind of that discussion, what I'm, what I'm trying to cover with that, and being curious all the time without any judgment or criticism, and just Thank you. try to, <laughs> to discover what is behind, what is, what is a drama that you have from your past, or what are you trying to, you know, to know, let me know what is happening, and being curious, and discover, and work on it. I absolutely love yes. that. So you and guys have been doing that for the last four years. We've actually yes. been doing it for the last 13 years, and I still don't know David fluid, fluently, because he's changing too. As yes. we age, we yes. change. We do. And this is going to be a great segue into our next segment, and we're just going to take a break. Uh, yeah, and we've been talking with Dr. Jay and Lisette from Soulmates for Life, and we're going to be right back after this. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carol and and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show all right we're back this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and we're having an amazing discussion today with jay and lizeth and we have a great topic to get into on this segment because we're going to be talking about lifestyle inventory checkup, which is one of the things that you guys have put together. And it's really a, a series of conversations that all couples should have anytime that they want to explore anything new in their relationships. That's right. And whether it's new goals or um, going to a new place or any type of newness coming into the relationship. But it's especially important when you're exploring new things that are sexual yes. or erotic. And that's kind of why that you create this checklist to prepare the couple before they get into trouble basically Absolutely. Is what you're <laughs> so let's start with the very first conversation that's so important and I think on your list you have it as alignment yes give us a little explanation of how that works yes alignment is just being create a, a common you know 
goal together because we have uh, different, you know, we came from different cultures, different backgrounds, and and we have uh, a purpose. I have a purpose. He has one, and as a couple, we have a purpose together, and we need to create that, and we be aligned with each other in creating, integrate what is the most important for me, what is the most important for you, and create a new thing together as a couple. So what we discovered is that um, the only uh, dangerous conversation in a relationship is a missing conversation. Oh, I like that. In a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Lisette and I have begun to um, work with a lot of people in the erotic lifestyle, the whole continuum, and we found two things that are very interesting. One, most, every one of them are solid couples because they do talk a lot, but what we discovered is they're not always in the right conversation about the right issue. And that's where we really got interested in this topic of the lick, the lifestyle inventory checkup, because we wanted to give people a structure of how to have those conversations and what are those conversations that you ought to be having in any relationship, but especially when you begin to talk about changing sexual boundaries. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when you first met Jay, and did you find that you were on the same page from day one, or did you have to adjust a little bit to figure out your alignment? Of course, we need to. We work on alignment together because I have uh, my my goals, my things, and I discover who he was, and we create like alignment together as a couple. What is how we manage our erotic lifestyle? How how we enjoy sexuality? How he enjoys sexuality and then how we wanna play together and create an amazing relationship and have a great sex together. Absolutely and I found a similar situation when I first met David because you know I was married 16 years and I was having sex a certain way uh, and then he's having sex a completely different way which was a whole lot more fun by the way <laughs> but I had to we realign monkey sex. <laughs> I had to realign my thoughts and my ideas and I didn't even realize that those were changing tar I didn't even know what I needed and what I wanted until I met David so and she started squirting wow. yeah there was lots of new changes that well, happened that's a change. it was because of the erotic and the arousal everything changed because of the newness yeah, yeah and, mm -hmm. and the newness is, is what it's all about novelty keeping it fresh What's also true, though, is that there's a lot of psychology to, se to sexuality, as you guys know, yeah. better than us. You're saying that sex begins in the head? Begins in the head. <laughs> Be careful with that one. <laughs> Which head? So, one of the things that you have to do is keep it emotionally safe. Mm -hmm. If you're changing what you do, how you do it, where, when, and who's involved. And so that's getting to alignment. Okay. What's the why? Why am I interested in this and the purpose? Okay, how is this going to fit for our relationship? And the reason that that's important is because it makes the motive or the intent known. So you don't have to make up a story about it or wonder what that is. Right, and you're on the same page at the same time because you're communicating exactly. that. And that's your number two issue, which is all about the communication. Yes, yeah. yes, unfiltered communication. Right, where everyone's just open and honest and talking freely from their heart yes. and not hiding and not yes. having secrets. Yes, and, and one of the things we've been impressed by, by a lot of lifestyle couples, is the level of intimacy that they actually have. Where does that come from? 
it comes from the vulnerability, the transparency that they allow with each other. So there aren't a lot of missing conversations, but what we have found is there's some nuances there about things that maybe aren't being talked about as specifically as possible, and that's where the lifestyle inventory checkup comes in. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I'm sorry, when you can talk about sexuality openly with your partner, you can talk about everything without, you know, hiding anything behind. Absolutely. Yes. And Lizette, what you're saying is something people don't understand because you're talking about talking about sexuality, not about having sex. So the average couple out there talks about, so do you want to go fuck? Let's have sex tonight. And what you're talking about, I think, is the type of sex you want to have. How do you want to push those boundaries? You know, I don't want to just go to bed and fuck on the left side in the missionary position. I want to maybe, I don't know, have candles in my room. I want to have some aroma therapy. I want to have, I want to wear, I want to wear my heels in yes. bed. David, do you want to wear your heels in bed? Sometimes. <laughs> is this yes. true confessions time, David? I guess it, it absolutely must be. is. We accept you. Be. Thank you. <laughs> and so that communication, which is not just asking for sex is what you're saying, but also asking for what type of sex you want, being exactly. able to express yourself openly. And, and so Dave, David actually just talked to the fourth conversation, mm -hmm. which is sexuality versus eroticism, yeah. actually very, very well. There's a difference, an important difference. So sex is more about frequency, type, technique, eroticism is about imagination, creativity, fantasy. And what we find is that's the real core issue with relationships, is understanding that those are different. Not like one's better than the other, they're both necessary if you want to have great sex. You can't just focus on technique and using the coolest toys, because that's not how orgasm happens in a human being. You have to also touch their soul. And one of the things Carol talks about all the time, and you can talk to Lizette about it, is ha having women understand it's okay to ask for good sex. It's okay to have great sex. And the thing is that we have to be able to communicate to give yourself permission. And so many women out there don't realize that they do have permission to have great sex and enjoy that orgasm. They don't have to hide that. They can express it. They can ask for it. And it's okay to want to have exactly. good sex. Exactly. It's you say what you like and teach your partner how you like to be in touch where, you know, places that, you know, turn on the moss, um, you know, what you like to wear, what you like to listen, you know, you like a tantric uh, sex or having massage. What is your turn on? And because they don't know. They have and to try it and then... Please tell us. We need cue cards. Exactly. <laughs> Men need cue yeah. cards yeah. sexually. I got to tell you that when I was in my previous marriage where I was not having a whole lot of sex, when I finally met David and we did have some great sex, he asked me often, well, what do you like? A lot of times I didn't know because I wasn't having great sex, so I didn't really know what that was. You were just having functional sex. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's yeah. it. I had yeah. three babies, so I had sex at least three times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> However, um, yeah. I learned how to yeah. figure out what I liked, figure out what was good for me, and then express it to David. And, and that's, yes. that's the real essence of eroticism versus sexuality, what you're saying, is really allowing your imagination to come into your sex life so you can ask the 
those questions. What do I like? What do I enjoy? What turns me on? Where do I like to be touched? How? You know, those things. And I think it's important for us as women, like know our body, you know, step in front of the mirror and look at yourself and fall in love with yourself and touch yourself and, and try what is I like to be in touch, you know, how, And even when. get that mirror close up to yes, your vulva and have a yes. look inside and, and get to know all those parts down there. Touch yes. them individually, get them exactly. each aroused so that you, you know, can share those arousal points with your partner. Explore your, your body yeah. by and yourself. Yes. Why not? And, and Lisa, talk to the women out there about how important self-pleasuring is. You're talking about touching yourself, but it goes beyond that. You and, and I'll let you talk about, you know, how you find what makes you have a good orgasm. I mean, what Carol can talk about what makes her squirt. And, you know, Jay was talking earlier about it all starts in the head. Like, wh- what do you do to make sure you know your body? Well, I I practice with myself. Mm-hmm. I touch myself. I look in the mirror and say, oh, my God, I, I look hot tonight. Maybe I can have a great sex tonight because I'm feeling, you know, very sexy tonight. And for me, it is important to uh, feel sexy, dress something that I really like, wear my heels, um, you know, have a, have a little bit of makeup and, and you know, just feel sexy. Feel good. You know, on my sexiness is important for and me. And when, when we, you know, seen you for the last couple of days and you exude such self-confidence and you have the heels and you have the shoes and you have the body and the smile and the expression on your face is I am happy with who I am and it comes out your body language is tremendous oh thank you one of the things she does um, particularly well and she brings this into her coaching with women she, she owns her desire in, in to have great sex you have to own your desire and part of that is getting in touch with your sensuality and Lisette masters that and she really is phenomenal with Thank women you, in helping them to own their desire and own their feminine energy as a part of having great sex and one of the things Definitely. you said was feeling sexy and sexy has a different definition to everyone and figuring That's out right. what sexy means to That's me right. and it did take a little while David kept asking me what do you like what are you into and it did take some time to actually figure that out so I kind mm-hmm. of understand what you're coaching a yes. little maybe f- faster than the way I learned it by myself mm-hmm. so that's kind of why it's great to have yes, a coach no to help you through those yes. steps how you look if yes. you are you know as a little bit pounds uh, extra pounds or you are a fitness model or you have a normal body and it's just no matter what you need to own your sexiness and feel comfortable in your skin yes yes now, one of the other conversations which we all try to avoid is that conflict. You know, Ooh, we, that one. We spend a lot of time trying to please each other, but sometimes a good fight is worth the fight. Amen. <laughs> Tell us how you guide people to, in through the conflict, getting ready to open up their eroticism. So, uh, this is a big one. We can do a whole show on it. But um, what we have discovered is that conflict is not the problem. The absence of repair is, including good makeup sex, Dave. Yes. (laughs) We'd get your attention. We'll talk about that in a second. You can coach Carol because she doesn't believe in makeup sex. (laughs) Yeah. 13 years later. Well, we'll coach her on this. We've had so many amazing fights, and I think the makeup sex is missing in our relationship. (laughs) Well, we'll help with this. So conflict is a sign of life. If you don't have good conflict where you're learning how to fight fair, which we teach in our Soulmates for Life program, um, then there's really a passion and and vitality 
missing from your relationship. So conflict is a good thing. It is desire seeking expression. That's how we try to coach couples. And we teach them how to stay away from the four behaviors that tank a marriage. Like there were, and, and, uh, John Gottman has discovered this, like 95% accuracy rate of predicting divorce if these four behaviors are present. I right? want to hear them. You want to hear them? Yeah. All right. So the first, criticism. Okay. The second, defensiveness. Mm-hmm. The third, stonewalling. You know, here's the hand. Yeah. Fuck you. Don't don't look at me. And the last one, real killer, contempt, mm. disrespect, yeah. disrespect. Yeah. So we coach we coach couples in our program how to stay connected during conflict. Like I was watching you guys and how you kind of work with the differences with each other, and you're playful with each other. For example, that keeps you connected at an emotional level and it keeps those four toxic behaviors out because mm-hmm. they're deadly for a marriage or any relationship yeah absolutely even a friendship any, anything so as you know we both went through divorce yes and I think you mentioned that you did as well I did and so yeah we are definitely familiar with those four things that yep, you actually I mastered them actually that's how come I know them like off the top of my head yeah I mean that's unfortunate that uh, we did have to go through that but of course that's how we learned to be good partners to each other and we that's made right. a, you know we made that's a a, a vow that we would definitely learn from our mistakes and try not to make them again. And that right. includes the mistakes that we make in our current so relationship. So going into 2019, can we make a vow that we're going to have makeup sex? Jay, can you do some coaching? Is that <laughs> some coaching about, you know, where makeup sex gets? I in think we actually, in our last fight, we did have makeup sex. That was Remember? 10 fights ago. Okay. Last so, week. So, so, so David, you're actually speaking about a psychological principle. So I want to give this a little bit of weight. Sure. You're right. talking about rituals and routines. Ah. Okay. <clears throat> Rituals and routines are an essential part of a soulmate relationship. So after you have the conflict and you repair the conflict, you clean it up. I'm sorry. Let's learn. What do we? What's our takeaway? Then it's a great time for makeup sex. But Carol says she dwells on it. She needs to dwell on it for two or three days and then get back into it. Talk so for me, the re- for me, the repair doesn't happen right away when we have a real fight. Okay, there you go. Uh, so, so It takes time for me to want to have him back in my arms. And we have to respect that if our partner needs the space and the time. And be patient. And be patient. She <laughs> coaches me on this all the time. However, repairing quickly is an important skill and when we coach couples on that not let it go on in our for program. a day or so correct because right. the danger is you begin to add a lot of story and a lot of other layers to it and the longer that that happens the more toxicity that gets in so yeah. repair quickly and then make up sex Did you we think can helps? learn I love learning new things all I'll the time I'll give you a little space yeah. and you just have to repair we'll put a timer quicker on. A timer. we'll put a timer we'll put it on for one hour <laughs> that egg timer I like it I'll take yes. a walk I'll the run away is like 10 minutes no I said one otherwise hour otherwise the eggs we're, get too hard boiled we're arguing already they're arguing <laughs> about how long the argument's gonna be because <laughs> he's on a mission Carol yes. he's on a mission I he wants to make up yes we have the problem too you know for me it was I need a break yeah. I need to stop now yeah. and I need you know calm down by myself but okay let me give me 20 minutes at least and then we can continue with this argument yeah and there's definitely a male female difference here absolutely <laughs> I, I see it I can I see it I feel it and it's all great but we've been having a lot of fun talking about these first four conversations that we have to have in this lifestyle inventory checkup which was alignment communication uh, conflict resolution quick conflict resolution and sexuality versus eroticism and we're going to take a quick break before we get into the next segments 
about boundaries and agreements. So stay with us. We're going to be right back soon. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Are you ready for quit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis. This program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david broadcasting on location and holy crap what an amazing show we're having today we're sitting here with jay and the absolutely stunning, intelligent Lizanne. Indeed. Uh, indeed, yes. <laughs> and they're from Soulmates for Life. But so is Carol. You're absolutely gorgeous today, babe. You look so sexy in your bikini top. You're oh, smiling. Thank you, honey. Can I have a kiss? Oh, yes. Aww, there you that's go. That's so Sweet. cute. So when it comes to non-monogamous experiences, communication is key, and we always hear that as we're swingers and we're in the lifestyle. But secondarily, I find the discussions about boundaries and agreements that's critical for the outcome of the experience to be a positive one. And I know in your communication list, which is the Lifestyle Inventory Checkup, you uh, guide people in what the discussions for boundaries and agreements should be prior to going into any lifestyle situation. So let's start with boundaries. Great. Yes, uh, I think uh, I found it's um, normal couples. They don't. They don't have boundaries. They don't talk about. It is not about just sexuality. It's about you know how to deal with other people. How we can you know it is okay if I look another woman or I say a compliment or if if. You know, I want to invite another woman to dance, or it is like create that. What is allowed? What is not allowed? And even in in you know open relationships or you know swinging or vanilla life, you, we need to have boundaries because it's when we can be hard for our partner if we don't talk about it. Well, I, I, I love that segue into communication because you can't have that real important discussion about pushing boundaries or fulfilling fantasies if you can't have, like Jay was saying earlier, that unfiltered, open discussion about your wants and needs. That's right. And, you know, we talk about the easiest discussion. Every guy in this world wants to have a threesome. And we were talking to a couple last year and this guy finally opened up to his wife after 20 years saying I'd like to have a threesome and she goes you too and yep. he says yes which one of your friends and she says yes which one of your friends <laughs> wow right so they both had the same vision but they didn't communicate they never it with communicated them. about mm-hmm. it so they mm-hmm. couldn't get to and the boundary conversation she wanted to have it with two guys and he wanted to have it with two girls and in the end it opened up their dialogue about a whole bunch of other things that they've never spoken about being right. married 20 years which mm-hmm. highlights the importance of boundaries and agreements right so what are the, what are boundaries boundaries keep certain things in and they keep certain things out and so 
you know, in my relationship with Lissette, as, which is a soulmate relationship, we have certain standards that we translate into boundaries. This is what's okay. This is what's not okay. Here's why and what purpose you and, know, back to alignment and you find it's our culture that guides what those boundaries are and then you have to uh, I guess define them for yourselves as a couple absolutely I mean most of us have inherited prescriptive boundaries that actually don't work for us very well which is why we have up to a 53% divorce rate in, in the US at least um, so the discussion about boundaries really opens the door to that open transparent conversation but it also gives you a blueprint for your partner's erotic needs and the relationship's erotic needs, which are different conversations. And I I, I just want to dial that back in a little bit Mm -hmm. because we're talking about conversations and I know there's so many couples out there and I'm going to bring this down to a really basic level where the woman always does the laundry. And she has been for 10 years. And sometimes it just builds up this I'm always doing the laundry. I'm always doing the laundry. Why doesn't he help me do the laundry? But she's never actually said to him, will you help me do the laundry? And I know there's a lot of things in our relationship that Carol does and that I do. And on a regular basis, it's, babe, can I help you do this? Is there something? And most of the time it's no. But every once in a while, she has 50 other things to do. And it's, yeah, I would love you to help me with that. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, checking in and having that dialogue and the boundaries are there right well that's that's more like the agreements that you have that's a great segue to the agreements right so and and with boundaries and agreements they're not intended to be written in stone right Right. they're intended to exist (laughs) and and you create them together so an agreement is a translation of the boundary into a promise you make for one another that honors each person's needs and then respects how we're going to behave because that's a promise we make. So it's not about rules and dictates. It's about a promise you make to each other. Yes, and it's good to check, uh, you know, constantly because sometimes you change. Yeah. Our relationship yeah. change. Maybe I get tired of folding the laundry yeah. for you all the time. And maybe we can hire help. What do you or think? Do some, or do yes. anything. Something or, different. Yes. Or how about I do the laundry? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. You know, we can share. And yeah. sometimes it's like you're okay folding the laundry, but that he never puts it away. And you say, well, if only he would put it away every time. And then he says, well, why didn't you just tell me that that Ask bothers you? You me. don't want. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes you can turn those mundane chores into something that's going to start fueling your sexual day we call it all day foreplay Mm -hmm. and maybe you say I'm going to do the laundry and you fold it and then all of a sudden she finds sexy lingerie in it that's like oh where did this come from and she knows that you're in gear and then it gets her in gear and the day becomes this sexual oh I wonder why he bought me this mm-hmm. and I'm going to go back to something that he made said. some points there mm-hmm. I know, I know. D- I think David is a brilliant sexologist because <laughs> you're already talking about something very important which is everybody has a different language mm-hmm. for love and sex absolutely you know my, my, my foreplay to my girl might be doing the dishes mm-hmm. because it's an act of service and contribution mm-hmm. and it Take makes her out. it makes her day easier <laughs> and she doesn't have to smell the garbage right mm-hmm. babe I'll throw that garbage out all day long yeah. if that means you and I are gonna right. go in the sack later right yeah. Yeah. absolutely and sometimes it's not about getting into bed and fucking it's about maybe just having that 
three or four minute passionate hug and kiss That's right, right there. That's right. Right on that moment. That's right. And I know when Carol kisses me, I melt. And by the, time she's finished, <laughs> by the time she's finished kissing me, I have this rock hard cock. <laughs> no, no, seriously. It's true, but he it's doesn't true. say, okay, now let's go fuck. No, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're in the middle of doing something. That's beautiful. That's, That's just all day foreplay. Yeah. That's the right. connection. Yeah. It absolutely That's the is. Connection. Yeah. And I, I want to go back to what you were saying about this uh, promise and this negotiation about some things that you do that aren't part of the routine. So let's say uh, Lisette had a want to do something sexually that isn't something you do regularly. Well, just because you do it today doesn't mean you're going to do it 52 weeks of the year. That's right. It might just be a treat. A special That's treat. Right. Yeah. A special treat. And we have that all the time. That's right. I mean, we travel so much. And for us, a special treat might be going into the playroom and fucking just ourselves and listening to everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not about playing with other couples. And then right. making a fantasy out of it or something that That's we just... That's Sometimes brilliant. don't have time for. Great example of eroticism versus sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, you know, something as... Uh, that needs to be negotiated is anal sex, right? It needs to be negotiated. In his books, it needs to be negotiated. <laughs> you gotta be careful there. Yeah. No. You know, when she wants to do me up the ass, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Take some planning. For that. <laughs> but it's those things where couples have to listen to the other person's wants and no, needs. No, it's absolutely right. David. And instead of just saying no, as a coach, what would you tell the couple? So one of the most important principles that we teach is being open to influence, Mm -hmm. not having your mind made up already, being flexible, being agile. Um, under and some, some, judgment. Exam- some examples of that might be uh, well I love uh, role plays you know I like to dress up and and look you know wear something different that like unexpected he likes to plan in advance oh. as for me I'm organic okay I just uh, whatever and the mode to do I like okay I'm gonna do a lap dance for my baby tonight yeah. and I'm gonna surprise him with you know wearing these uh, sexy things and I'm gonna put some music and that dance with him uh, but it's for him it's different yeah I got a I got a quick one for normal relationships like any relationship right so we are a biracial couple bicultural right so in my gringo American world <laughs> a visit from mom <laughs> is about a day and a half mm-hmm. okay mom from Venezuela comes and visits and three weeks later <laughs> I'm saying what, what is mom going, going home honey <laughs> and she says um, well we bought a one way ticket <laughs> and you know in our culture it's about three to four months yeah. <laughs> so here's a good example of being open to influence where uh-huh. I had to step out of my cultural reality which was you know by Sunday at three everybody was packing up yeah. to okay uh-huh. mom is visiting yeah, for a yeah. bit and the other yes. thing that we talked about earlier is the boundaries and if we don't actually express those boundaries out loud oh yeah uh, then <laughs> we don't really we don't we can't rot me we can't read minds so if we don't say it out loud I'm never gonna know that that's the boundary that he had expected whereas I didn't expect that Carol you make, a, you make a great point which is in a relationship if you don't say what you want 
you give up the right to expect it. Aha, uh-huh, I like Period. that. Period. Yeah. And I think it's important you ask your partner because it happened to us when we started being together, he never asked me for anything. True, right? true. And 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 I always ask him, baby, but what what do you want me? What I can do for you to have a better relationship? And what if he asked you for something and you weren't comfortable with it? What would how would you respond? I would say, well, let me let me think about it and let me read about and you know get more information about because it's something that I never experienced and I would like to know more you know teach me more what what do you like about it and if you ended up if it ended up being something you really didn't want to do we've been talking to many sex experts the return answer isn't no the return answer is how about something yeah. else perhaps suggest not now. something an else alternative. an alternative but Lisette just did a great example of open to influence mm-hmm. it begins with your mindset mm-hmm. I will take that on and I will consider that as a valid need that you have yeah and it's something that I can do for you we can find the way That's how right. to fulfill that need in another way versus no I'm not comfortable or no, that violates my value or right, belief. Right, right. Mm-hmm. As a flat no. As a flat a, no. Yeah, and that's that stonewalling you talked about as the toxic that's right, type Carol. of activity Absolutely that we don't toxic. want to do. Absolutely or being toxic. judgment, you know, mm-hmm. like, Shuts oh, the that's conversation. disgusting. Mm-hmm. No, then never. You know, I want to learn more of what is you like about it. And maybe we can play doing this and you will be fulfilled. The need with this, it is. And another great response would be, why why is that something you want to do and understand the other person's perspective and then it might you know you might understand again a better yeah. conversation because again it's you learning something about your, that, from your that's partner. exactly right in fact that's the alignment conversation that we coach couples through in the lifestyle um, inventory checkup it's, it's the purpose the why and so just to wrap up this segment which is all about boundaries and agreements can you give us some type of examples of what agreements are made between couples who want to explore a little bit more eroticism in their in their bedroom yeah, we can. So um, one of the things that we talk about in the LIC, the Lifestyle Assessment uh, Inventory, are there's three conversations. There's the you conversation, me, and us. So the agreements would be under the us, okay. right? So an example would be uh, for our relationship, we want erotic play to be one way that we add spice, variety, adventure, when we choose to, together versus alone, uh, to add to an already wonderful life with each other. So you notice there's a lot of information in right, that statement. Right, But you agree to do it together. You that's ag- the agreement. That's the agreement. We, right. agree to, we agree to do it together. We agree to do it once in a while. It's not the primary focus in our relationship. That's just one example. So like when we talk about being swingers and we make our rules, so we call them rules, and of course it's sort of like what you said, you didn't want the agreements to be rules because that's kind of a negative thing. But in yeah. the lifestyle, we yeah. create our own rules. Yep. We say that we are always together in the same room, same bed, same yeah. pile. That's yeah. our rule. Yeah. So that you would say that would be an example that's of an agreement of that an I have agreement. that we have in our relationship. Correct. Another one would be if you do play with someone that you don't have, you don't exchange numbers and have private okay, text conversations back with each right. other. Okay. That if we are going to do that, we have group texts only. Mm-hmm. That'd be an mm-hmm. agreement. Mm-hmm. Like so, this way, I don't have to ever wonder if my partner is hooking up right. behind my back. Right, right. We right. have complete transparency. 
So the agreement would be complete transparency. Got it, got it, got it. Got it. Okay, well, that was a great way to end this segment about boundaries and agreements. And when we come back, we're going to get into our Great Sex Matters segment, which is our favorite. Ooh. And we're going to talk about how like you guys that. coach people have great sex. So mm-hmm. hang on. We're going to be right back after this. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David broadcasting on location. Yeah, and we're talking with uh, Dr. Jay and Lizette from Soulmates for Life, you know. And as we talked about earlier in the beginning, uh, there's several conversations that uh, we need to align ourselves and our relationships with the purpose of exploring goals and transformations to make sure that they, they go ahead in a positive way. You talked about how we have to look at the whys and the what fors, which is very important. Yes. And why are we doing all these things and what's going to make it get better? But how does that apply uh, to having great sex together? Mm-hmm. Well, I think is share with your partner what your fantasies, your deepest desires are, and being fulfilled in your primary relationship is very important. Because it's, if you don't have that with your partner, where else you're gonna have that fulfill and I need a map as a guy especially and so that information gives me the blueprint it gives me the map of what her desire or arousal template is so Lizeth what was one of the fantasies you shared with Jay when you guys first met well, I think uh, having having sex in a in a public place, like when someone could catch us, maybe it's in a balcony in a hotel or, or something it like gave that. Energy, it gave you that excitement. Y- yes. Have you ever had sex while you're doing a radio show? Oh no, <laughs> we've not had that experience. Yes, yet. could be our first time today. <laughs> you're gonna get everybody into trouble here. <laughs> so when you were saying that we have to look at these uh, situations, ask the questions: How is it affecting you, me, and us? Yes. What kind of questions do we have to ask ourselves? Um, well, there's there's a lot of questions. Uh, and by the way, you can find these on sdc.com where we are contributors. I'll give you some examples. Okay. Um, if I'm in a relationship now, does my desire for being in an erotic lifestyle come from dissatisfaction or unhappiness within uh-huh. that relationship? So each of you have to ask yourself that question. Yes. Do I want more because I'm unhappy or do I want more because I want more? Correct. Okay. If I Let's say I was in an ideal relationship. Would I still be interested in the erotic lifestyle if I was in an ideal relationship? Why is that important? Because you never want to open your boundaries around your sexuality if you have problems problems that you're trying to get fulfilled or answers to outside of that relationship or it's a train wreck waiting to happen. We, we see the lifestyle as like a nuclear reactor. 
it can light up a city or it can implode one. Mm -hmm. And you have to be careful about how you enter into that space. And what about couples who don't want to enter the lifestyle? How do you coach them within their own monogamous relationship? Good question. To light that fire? By opening their imagination. You know, fantasy doesn't require someone else to be present to have an erotic experience. You can have a fantasy with yourself. You can have a fantasy with your primary partner. It's about bringing creativity and imagination and soul and sensuality into your relationship. Now, if you choose to open the boundary and include other people, that's your prerogative. You know, we are very uh, open and inclusive. So do you say that people should still ask themselves those questions like, why am I fantasizing about um, fucking a movie star? Uh, would I have done that? Is it because my relationship relationship is unhappy am I unhappy in my relationship like why yeah. you still ask you still do a gut questions? check yeah you still okay. do a gut check because you know the truth is sexuality is vulnerable territory and you, and you really have to really find what the motive what's mm. the intent what's the purpose if I want to pursue a fantasy what's that about is that just because you know it's an erotic need that I have cool if that's what it is okay but if you're going out of the relationship in order to get something that's not in the relationship you're setting it up for potential problems is that do you believe that in a relationship each person should have fantasies yes you know all of us it's like if you don't have dreams you know it's the same thing it's like okay I would like to experiment this or that oh, I'm curious about it being curious is, is for me the best advice for everybody because if it's for me it's like when I'm lear learning something I'm dying it's the need that I that I have for learn like experience something different in my relationship that include maybe toys you know for some couples could be maybe explore the toys or watch porn together and yes. then talk That's about right. it that have kind of a stuff. Hot conversation right. or or make stories about you know or have sex in public like you guys yes. wanted to do yes. but is I'm, that I'm something sure. that you fulfilled at the end of the day yes oh good yes yes, yes. 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 I have a whole bunch of baseball buddies who probably have sex once a year and if one of them decided okay I need to do something to spice it up and they came to you and they said we don't have any fantasies sexual, erotic. What do you tell them? How do you coach them to find this fantasy? Well, we, we, we tell them, first of all, you have a lot of fantasies. You just haven't been in the right conversation. Okay. So the first thing we would do is get them in touch with themselves mm -hmm. and really begin to ask them, you know, what does eroticism, sensuality, excitement look like to you? What turns you on? What turns you off? So we first get their imagination going. Then the fun, the fun part comes in. How about bring that conversation now to your spouse, your partner, mm -hmm. and ask them, interview them, become a sex anthropologist mm -hmm. in your own relationship. But that's scary. I don't think a lot of couples can actually do that, and they're probably afraid of rejection. It, it is scary, so you have mm -hmm. to have, you know, the first conversation is, you know, are we interested in spicing things up? You know, do you have an interest in beginning to open this dialogue? And what if they're not? Then they're just not going to be experiencing the kind of vitality and the kind of excitement not that's the possible. Sex. They're just not going to have access to great sex. Do great sex begins in the imagination. Mm -hmm. But do you think it eventually leads in a boring, stale, sexless marriage that ends up in divorce? It leads to mm. the current divorce rate. It's dangerous. Yeah, yes. It really, because, right. because the number one reason why divorces are happening is because of devitalization. And then people check out and withdraw from the 
from the relationship. That's and then right. the grass is greener syndrome happens. They see one little light yep. somewhere and they think that's the answer. Yep. And then they have one experience and then they misinterpret that experience for love or quote finding their soulmate mm-hmm. when all they did was encounter their penis. Uh, yes. And sometimes I am sorry. An emotion. We condition ourselves like not talk about sex. Mm-hmm. Like it is bad if I if I said what I'm think or what I'm feeling and a bad person um, and being seen like a, oh disgusting you know? like you don't have right to talk you don't have right to feel you don't have to right to have an orgasm and why not give yourself permission to explore your sexuality and you don't know what is is just you know like we said before you know what is your feel you know what is your body likes to to be in touch what is your turn on and if you don't know what is that just explore and explore with your partner and like what you were saying earlier with the alignment if one of the partners starts exploring and figuring it out what's making them feel good but then doesn't have the second part of the communication and sharing that with their partner that's right then they're I'm not saying that's cheating but they're then they're not connected anymore no she's doing whatever she wants and he's not doing what he and it's pulling energy out versus putting it in and it's it's so bad that society dictates what we should and shouldn't do versus doing what feels good and That's feels right. right in your couple. That's right. Especially when you're not hurting anybody else. You're actually trying to you know, strengthen your relationship, which is making the world a happier place. That's right. Long. That's right. Now, ultimately, it's about reclaiming desire. And you can't do that unless you can reclaim your ability to communicate in a vulnerable way. So when we're trying to figure this out, the whys and what fors of this relationship and why you want to experience more, which is what we're trying to figure out right here and you want to step into that in the light. And we do have that open relationship and you can talk to your your partners and then we can start learning about how to have the great sex. So with this in mind, if you had to give some final advice to our listeners, what would you say that any couple could do tonight that would help them take that first step towards erotic exploration without creating conflict between them? Yeah, I would say to have the interview with your partner and what is your deepest desire? What do you want to explore? What is it you are curious for something else in an erotic lifestyle? So, yeah, so take Take the risk and have this conversation. Interview each other. Yeah. What's one erotic desire that you have that is still unfulfilled and that you would like for me to consider meeting you with? Yes. And, and ask each other that question. doesn't mean that you're committed to doing it. It just means you're committed to having the discussion. And make the point that not, don't judge. No yes. judgment. Share the no criticism. No judgment. Right. So and that's a very good impor- important point, Carol. You can only have that conversation in a no judgment, no criticism zone. Otherwise, um, you will shut the conversation down very yes. quickly. Put that tone of silence yes. <laughs> yep. between each other and just listen yeah. and then react non-judgmentally. Simply having that conversation is an erotic experience mm-hmm. yes. if you let yourself have it. We always say that once you've had that discussion and you've decided to push those boundaries and you got into that situation, if it doesn't work out, don't give up try it again yes and never when 
two people go it's into a, a, a new situation and something happens, you can't hold it against each other. You have to learn from it, go back and try again and have that discussion. That's right, because it, it doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. It simply was a discussion that didn't go well. Right. So yes. go into it with the, with the acceptance that you're gonna learn something and it's gonna be bumpy because this whole conversation about sexuality is vulnerable territory and it's messy and we're not good at talking about it mm -hmm. and definitely don't set yourself up to fail of course you're going in there with the light and the expectation that yes. you will succeed yes and a good open mind yes. and a positive attitude just have some grace yes <laughs> yes it's like case. every time that you're trying something new it as it is new in your relationship right. just take time to adapt in a new situation so I think <coughs> Lizette and Jay have confirmed our model that says relationships begin and end in the bedroom take the time communicate talk to each other yes and really um, have that dialogue about getting away from the same old same old things that society says you know you're supposed to have sex just to procreate you know sex we believe has to be for pleasure to enhance your relationship to grow your relationship Definitely. yes and great sex matters Okay. Sex matters. That's a great slogan. Yeah. I like I wonder that where that lot. comes from. So, Dr. Jay and Lizette, thank you very much for thank being you. here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can you take a moment and tell us, uh, tell everyone how they can reach out to you, how they can find your yeah, information? Yeah, absolutely. So, you can find us on the web at www.soulmatesforlife.us. Us. Soulmatesforlife.us. We have a uh, Miami seminar coming up, Soulmates for Life, Level 1, Secrets of Relationship Mastery, March 8th and 9th. And they can sign up right there they on your website. Sign up right on the website. And do you have social media that they can reach out to you on as well? Yes. Yes, so Facebook is Soulmates for Life and Instagram. And they can find that also on your website. Yes, they yes. can. Well, it was so great that we finally got a chance to catch up with you guys yes, thank on you. site and not, not by phone. So thanks very much for taking oh. the time. That was delightful. Thank you for having us. It was our pleasure. Uh, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We've been talking with Lizette and Jay from Soulmates for Life. Uh, you can check them out on their website and they will have a profile up on thesexylifestyle.com. If you have any questions for them or for us, remember you can send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. We have had a great show with you guys. Thank we you. reserve the right to invite you back to have another show and we love look that. forward Thank to you. opening up the discussions about you having a show on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network, which is growing month by month. Yay. So I think it's time to go um, get a drink. Let's remind everyone, <laughs> this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David reminding you to stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, throws of passion waterproof pleasure blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at the sexy lifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered 
entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.